What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello again, everyone. This is Dolphin Financial Radio Show, and I'm Dan Wendell. And today we're going to talk about inflation, specifically inflation in retirement. Now, no one likes inflation. I don't think anyone likes inflation. I mean, it's healthy for a, a healthy economy to have some level of inflation. But the inflation we're experiencing in 2022 and 2021, it's really devastating, particularly for retirees. So we're going to talk about that today, what retirees are facing with inflation and then what they need to do about it. We have specific things that retirees should do. And to help me talk about inflation is Tony Shore. Tony, welcome to the show. Notice my background. Sorry for the viewers, for the listeners, I mean. You can describe it, Tony. It looks like I have a $100 bill burning. But it's got, but it's it's burning and it has, looks like Chinese writing on it. Yeah, it's got some sort of Asian script on there. I don't know. There's an Asian script. It's burning, but it's a Ben Franklin 100. Yeah, I think that has to do with copyright or some sort of lead. You can't show money on TV or something like that, which is why, you know, I drink the alcohol out of the the coffee mug. (laughs) 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 Giving away all the secrets on today's show, folks. We're pulling back the curtain to see the wizard in his element he's letting you know how it all works behind the scenes i love that no more secrets on the show huh dan (laughs) well tony i got so switching gears here throwing that throwing the listeners off i so back to the picture here on my green screen the 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 hundred dollar bill can be saved it's only about a 25 percent burn so i think if you stop it you could still cash it in but that's the reality we're facing is money is burning because you're not, you don't have anything to show for it. Inflation's eating it up. That's inflation for you. <laughs> right? Am I right? Was that Jack Nichols? Uh, I don't know who that was. Inflation. That's inflation Increased for you. taxation. I got all sorts of. So we've done shows on inflation before, and I want to talk, and we maybe we'll repeat ourselves here, but I think it's really important. This is hurting people. This is, I mean, people complaining about inflation. It's the big talk of the town. It's at least 8.3 right now. Yeah. Right. We did a show on I-bonds. I'll put those up there. Those are inflation-adjusted treasury notes that we can look at. Um, I suggest you look at those if you haven't heard of it before. But, you know, inflation goes up, so the the Fed says, oh, boy, this is bad. Stock market doesn't like the high inflation, so what do they do? The the Feds don't like high inflation, so they, they raise interest rates. And what happens when you raise interest rates? Bond prices go down, so no one's happy. It's just a big mess, right? It is a mess right now. It's a it's kind of the perfect storm, right? Because raising interest rates, inflate, raising it just out of control inflation and huge market volatility. Um, plus, you know, we're still feeling the effects of supply chain issues from COVID and from the war in Ukraine. So uh it's a perfect storm for people's finances. I mean, I hate to we don't like to be doom and gloom on the show, and there's usually things you can do about it but uh, inflation really especially hurts retirees doesn't it it does and um you, you you're right it hits retirees more so than people that are working i'll get to that in a moment sure. 
Have you heard the rule of 72, Tony? Oh, yes. You you um, know why? Because you mentioned it in a show a yeah, while back. I must have. Yeah. yeah, that's the only reason. It's been a while, though. It's been a while. For those that are that no idea what we're talking about, if you take your interest rate that you're gaining, so let's say, you know, um, you, you're you investing in the stock market and you want to know how well that's going to keep up with you know, growth in the future, you could take that and divide it by 72, and that's going to be how long it takes for your money to double, right? Mm. So if you if you're making... 7% return, it's going to take you about 10 years to double your money. If you're making 7.2% return, exactly 10 years to double your money, right? So that works that way, but you can also use it in reverse to figure out your inflation, your buying power. Mm. All you do is you take what the inflation rate is, divide that into 72, and that's going to be how many years until your buying power is cut in half, right? Wow. So normal inflation is two to three percent right roughly which means that if you divide that into 72 you're looking at about 30 years your buying power is going to be cut in half so if you think back to 30 years ago tony how much was a record an lp that you buy 30 years ago yeah it was probably um a used record was probably five dollars and now they're, they're way more and a brand new record was probably 10 90 10 bucks right so how much is a used record now a used record can go from anywhere usually it's between 15 and 20 and a new record is between 25 and 40 45 so it's a lot higher than standard normal inflation so that means yes. records have inflated higher than just average because if if it costs 10 bucks to buy or 15 bucks to buy a used record today, 30 years ago, it would have cost about seven. And guess what? Guess when that, guess when almost all that increase happened on vinyl? Uh, almost all of that increase happened within a short period of time. It didn't happen over 30 years. When the, when the, when the record factory burned. No, during COVID. <laughs> COVID. Exactly. 2020. So we've seen 2020. It, right? So, so let's look at today's inflation. 8% inflation, we'll call it, right? Some yep. will argue it's a lot higher, whatever. The government has their own ways yeah, I of just, calculating I, it. Let me jump in and say I read an article yesterday. Uh, the headline, it was either the Wall, uh, Wall Street Journal. Actually, it was on CNBC.com, and it said wholesale, wholesale inflation is at 11%. Okay. Okay. So that, but that's right. different than consumer inflation, which is at eight point three. Right. But yes, go ahead. Sorry. Right. I'd so throw that, that means the wholesalers are eating a little bit of it, but passing a lot of it on. Yeah. So if inflation's at eight percent, your buying power will cut be cut in half in nine years. Because nine times uh, seven, seven point two, you know, is eight percent or eight. The rule times, of seventy two yeah, says. You divide wow. 72 by 8% and you got nine years. Now that, there's, okay. All right. So that's, that's assuming great. that it stays at 8%. Let's talk about some assumptions here. Yeah. Okay. That inflation is going to be a constant percentage, right? So, so in nine years, you're going to have half as much value in your dollar as you do today. That's if we have inflation at 8% every year for the next nine years. So that's a big yeah. assumption. That's huge. Will that happen? I would hope not. Unlikely, unlikely, but whatever, whatever. But it's important to note that you can't just doom and gloom it, that we're going to be 
penniless in the, in five years. Sure. Um, the second assumption is that you're getting 0% interest on your money. So yeah, if you put your money in the bank and make zero in nine years at 8% inflation, they'll be worth half as much. But that assumes you're getting 0% interest, which you can make that assumption at a bank today. But let's assume you're going to be savvy and not leave it at the bank or under your pillow, right? And then the third assumption is that your personal inflation rate is the same as everyone else. Okay, 8% inflation, Tony, you might have 15% inflation because you spent a lot on records, right? And records may be uh, a higher cost than inflation and everything else. Maybe retirees spend more on healthcare and healthcare inflation is higher. Or Or maybe maybe the retiree... Yeah, maybe they have an RV. I was just going to say, what if a mm-hmm. retiree is driving around the country in an RV right now? Right. Uh, their inflation is a lot higher than 8%. Yeah, so personal inflation rates aren't going to be exactly what national inflation averages are. Sure. Right? So, Depends on so what these you're are, there's, there's plenty of assumptions here. So let's, let's go through... Um, well, first of all, why does this hurt retirees more so than anyone else? Because typically, wage growth combats inflation. Now, you can argue that we haven't had wage growth in a while. I would say wages have gone up, not as much as inflation, that's for sure. But they've <laughs> right. gone up more than the wages of someone that's not working, right? If you're not working, you yeah. don't have wages. That doesn't keep up with inflation. So it hurts you Let me check my statement so. from my check from you. Let's see if the... Eight percent increase in the? Did I get an eight percent raise? No. You think oh, I'm no. gonna waste money on a paper? <laughs> you must have printed it out yourself. It cost me more to send you a, your 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 check than it would to in the actual check itself. So you all printed your boarding passes. Okay, we're off to a bad start. <laughs> love it, love it. <laughs> so retirees are really up against it. They're up against it because they're sure. not working anymore, right? However, well, Social Security's got a cost of living adjustment, Tony. We might actually see a big, the biggest increase in Social We had the, a big one, 5.9% in mm-hmm. cost of living in 2022. Yeah. Will that be a big 8% jump in 2023? Remember, the government's going to try and make inflation seem a lot lower, not only because they don't want to panic, people to panic, but also because they tie the Social Security increases to that number. So the lower the number, the less the government has to pay out in Social Security. So we got to look at that with a grain of salt, right? Yeah, it's why health care insurance and health care itself uh, can increase as much as 20% in a year. But the government's uh, inflation rate is like, oh, no, inflation was only 3% this year. It's like, wait, right. but I'm paying... 20% more for right. my health care. How did that? But we got to remember, they have to do a national average. They have to do what's, you know, so everyone's personal sure. inflation rate's going to be a little different. It's but true. I would argue that when food and gas prices go up, it's going to hurt the lower income people more so anyway. Yeah. Right. So it's a tough spot, right? There's a tough spot. And I'm not going to, we're not going to talk about how to stop inflation. We're going to talk about next strategies to actually help retirees with inflation, right? Yes. So let's accept Good. that we have inflation, right? Oh, so, oh, we definitely do. And, and there's even a song about it. Talk about the U.S. inflation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they talk Absolutely. about the U.S. inflation. You're not going to be able to get that off your soundboard for a while. We might be in inflationary <laughs> environment true. for a while. <laughs> might want to keep that one queued up. Yes. So first strategy, Tony, number one thing retirees must do 
to combat inflation is pay off the high interest debts. If you're paying a credit card interest of 20%, you're not helping, right? Get rid of it. Yeah. This goes for everybody. I don't care if you're retired or not. Pay off high interest debts. Now, we did a show, uh, Mortgage and Retirement, right? Um, Yep. We'll put that up there. Having a mortgage is not a bad thing necessarily. You might have locked in 2.5%. So that's, that's not low what I'm talking about. Debt. Yeah, right. No, that's right. Not right. Yeah. Talking about paying off high interest debts. Now, not having debt is great. That helps. But if you have a choice, pay off the high interest debt first. All right. So that's a, that's a basic strategy for everyone in an inflationary environment is get rid of the yeah. interest. Because not only do you have inflation buying power hurting, you're also paying 25% to a credit card company for nothing. So get rid of it, right? Yeah. Consolidate, wow. do what you need to do. Okay. Number two, strategy to combat inflation, maximize your social security. I talked about how social security has a cost of living increase, right? So a 5.9% increase. Maybe it's going to be 8%. Maybe we'll have double digit increase percentage wise in social security next year. Who knows? But it's nice. Right. Mm-hmm. Social Security, yeah. not only is it backed by the government and has this cost of living, it's also not all taxed. So it's a lot of reasons to maximize your Social Security. And this is the number one. I don't, I don't say it's strategy number two, but they're not in any order. This is definitely the place I'd start for retirees or those that are looking to retire. Maximize. Well, Dan, I've already taken Social Security. I've been on it for five years. I'm 80. Well, you know, what do you want me to, you know, I'm, I'm 75 years old. I waited to 70. I've already done that. Mm-hmm. This is nothing new. What do you, you know, give me something new. All right. Okay. All right. Let's move on to something new. Because by the way, if you just watch, I'll, I'll put the playlist on social security is the most popular playlist that you and I have. Tony is about social security. I know. Who would have thought, would you know, well, you'd be a social security star. <laughs> well, the thing is, is the, for those who are, uh, haven't yet filed for social security or just filed, there is still, there's time within 12 months. And uh, if so, if you're not, if you haven't filed yet or you just filed, you want to watch the show on social security because, or listen to it uh, because that's money you're leaving on the table. If you don't maximize your social security, you'll be locked in at a lower rate maybe. So you want to make sure you're doing everything you can there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, but but what if it's too late? What if I've already filed for Social Security and locked in a rate? Uh, then what? There's and you're other cheering ideas. for the you're cheering for the higher colas. That's what you're doing. But yes. all right, some other things. Stay invested. Okay, mm-hmm. you want to increase the returns on your long term investments, your long term savings. Okay, so what does this mean? I've done this show. And I want to redo this show. I did a show on retirees needing more risk as they get older. Absolutely counterintuitive but in fact it makes sense as you get older you need to make sure you still maintain some level of risk because that's where the true returns are the stock market's going to be where you get the big returns over time and that's going to help combat inflation if you put all your money in the bank that's going to eat up your inflation or in safe yeah yeah if you if you have the quote-unquote safe money options and that's where your money is at uh and you don't have enough in growth you're not going to keep up with inflation even later in life you need to have growth right you need to take some of that money and buy into the stock market 
I don't know what percentage it's different for everyone. And, and, but you, but it's gotta be long-term money. It's not gonna be money you're going to spend in the next two, three years. Right. Mm -hmm. You you need to, to go long-term with it. And, and maybe the stock market volatility is a good thing for you because you can get in at a lower price, knowing that you're not going to touch it for five years. That's a good plan. Now the money you have in the bank, you got to look to increase that too. But you don't mm. put that, if you're going to need money in two years, you're not going to put that in the stock market, right? Right. But you don't necessarily want to keep it under the pillow either. You might want to buy a CD, fixed rate annuity, something better than a money under the pillow, which is going to get totally destroyed by inflation. Even and something get, better than just a savings account. Right. Right. Yeah. Because the savings account is not paying. But if you get 2 or 3% interest on your cash that you're going to need to spend anyway, n- without any major risk that's helping combat inflation a little bit instead of losing eight percent buying power you lose five right hey not fun but it's you can't sit on the sidelines and just hold cash because that's going to destroy you cash is good the coffee can the coffee can in the back of the cupboard full of cash not a good idea not a good idea but it's a nice to have that there at some point to pay the bills but it's also good to say huh maybe it's time to move that cash in the stock market for the 10 year horizon, right? Yeah. Now's a good time for that, but you can't just sit on the sidelines. That does not combat inflation. Sure. Okay. Fourth out of five, um, reuse your tea bags. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Grandma. I grew up with, I, I grew up with my grandmother reusing her tea bags. <laughs> right. I did too. Right? I, I, yeah. I, I my grandmother did sometimes. that. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big tea drinker. Yeah, so what's in here? We actually do that. I shouldn't make fun because of of grandma for doing it because we do it in our house too. My wife does that. My wife reuses I, Keurig. She'll get a couple of cups out of the one oh, Keurig I, pod. You go twice on the Keurig. You go twice. You don't go once on. That. It's not strong enough for me to begin with, so I can't do the twice because to me that's just like water the second time. But she she likes it. You cut open the top of the Keurig and pour water in there and just sip it. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I um, I, I'm I'm joking here about reusing tea bags, but this is always the tried and true strategy, and this is what most people wind up doing: spend save less. more and spend less. Yeah. You know, when 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 inflation kicks in, and you you're invested in the market, and then the market tanks, you may want to not pull money out of that, yeah, and spend less during this time frame or shift. You're spending to the short-term assets, okay? Uh, a bucket strategy, a lot of people call it, or laddered strategy, whatever you call yeah. it. You have some money in the short-term, money in the long-term. If you have money invested in the market and it's giving you income, you might you could pause that and take it from a a, a short-term source. Yeah, giving your investment portfolio time to rebound. But a lot of people will just say, I'm just not going to go on that trip this year. Now, you don't want to do that in perpetuity because you got to live life while you're young. I'm a big proponent of spending while you're young. But if in times of volatility and uncertainty, um, you may want to hold off on that. Well, but, yeah, if you're ever going to if you're ever going to pinch pennies and maybe ease back the spending, even in retirement, this year might be the year. <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe depends. But what happens is as you get older yeah. in your eighties, then inflation really can hurt you because you don't That's have any true. risk and, and you've been, you know, but usually people spend less as they get older, true. right? Except yeah. on healthcare and stuff like that. So if you have your healthcare um, spending 
aside already established, maybe you got insurance, maybe you have Medicare plans or something, um, then you can spend, you're naturally going to spend less. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, you know, if it's your rainy day fund, if it's raining, spend your rainy day fund, right? This is what it's for. So I think this is a, not necessarily a, um, a strategy that I'm saying you got to do. It's a strategy that most people do. You know, like I said, people fear running out of money. I've said this before, but most people don't run out of money because when they start to run out of money, they just tighten the belt and they don't live the life they want to live. So there's a fine balance between not living the way you want to live and running out of money. It, you just got to find the magic formula there. But that one's not as helpful or insightful. But this one, I think, this last one, Tony, I think people forget about, and we've done shows on it, don't forget about your home equity. Mm. What is one thing that's been happening with inflation? Everyone's talking about, oh, my God, inflation's up. Stock market's volatile. I don't know what to do. But at the same time, everyone's also saying the price of my home is out of control. Yeah. Right? It's crazy what it's worth versus what it was worth. Right. So people, by default, if you own a home, you your home equity has been going up, mostly across the country. There's very few places where home values are going down. And so retirees typically don't have a mortgage. They own their home outright. Yeah. And that's the investment. They don't look at it as an investment. They look at it as their living, their home. But that's the place where their true net worth has been going up and up and up. And they can use that equity to pay off high interest debt. They can use off that to pay off high interest debts. They can use the home equity. They can use home equity to pay the bills while they maximize and delay social security. They can use the home equity to stay invested in the market when it's down. Mm -hmm. Oh, instead of pulling money out of the market to live, let me pull money out of my house to live and let my investments ride. They can use their home equity to not have to spend less. They could say, I have this money sitting in the home equity. Let me use that so I don't have to reuse my tea bag. So right. home equity is a is a resource that people don't really factor in. Now, I don't do home equity loans. I'm not a loan officer. I don't do reverse mortgages, but I help, I'm a financial planner and I talk to people about it. Now, home equity is where you usually go on the last resort, but doesn't necessarily have to be if you're strategic about it. Sure. Because what good is having this huge asset when you're 95 and you don't need to do, don't want to go anywhere and you just, you know, end of life type stuff. Yeah. But if you're in 65 and you want to delay social security another year and you're like, how am I going to get through this? Maybe you tap into the home equity. <gasps> God forbid. Right. But <laughs> it's just a thought, Tony. It's a thought sure. because inflation is going to hurt everything. No matter where you are. I don't care if you're invested or not. Inflation is going to hurt that money. So while your home value is going up, inflation's eating at that too. Why not use it while you need it, right? You just got to be smart about it. Yeah. So home equity could be the thing, especially now that home prices are through the roof. Your home value is huge right now. Mm -hmm. Maybe you downsize and stock away that money in some in the long term, some for short term, whatever. I don't know. Maybe you're happy where you live, but you pull the equity out while you're alive to do stuff. 
right? So conclusion, inflation is part of retirement planning. If you have a retirement plan, but doesn't factor in inflation, you don't have a retirement plan. Well, you have one, but it's not good, right? right. It's going to fail. And it's sure. times like this when inflation creeps up, it brings out, you know, like the, I would say the older boomers lived during that time frame when inflation was 15%. And you can get a, a a mortgage at 20% and you can get a CD paying you 12, right? They, they've gone through this. So they've seen this before and they might start to panic and say, we're going there again, right? The people that are in their 40s right now really haven't experienced inflation, 50s. Eh. So it's new, but it, it, it's if you don't factor it in, you're doing yourself a dis- disservice because it could destroy your retirement plan. You just got to be flexible. Think, think about what's going on. Look at all your assets. Don't have a, an agenda. Just kind of go with it. Accept yeah. it. You're not, you can't do anything about inflation. You personally, mm-hmm. you could change your personal inflation rate by spending less on things that are hyperinflation. Maybe you, you don't go and, and fix up the house right now because lumber prices are really high. Maybe you push that off, whatever. But keep in mind that your investments, your retirement plan, your overall strategy needs to factor in inflation there you go perfect that's inflation for you yeah not fun no try and and make it interesting but yeah yeah it's a tough time burning money doesn't help anybody you know (laughs) yeah picture of burning money doesn't make us feel any better that's right (laughs) well tony thanks for a good show um quick recommendation i was going to put a sixth one on there stop buying records Uh, That'll help you in the short term. I'll see you next week, everybody. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Delphine Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or trying.